But on the first day of the week, at early dawn, they went to the tomb, taking the spices they had prepared, and they found the stone rolled away from the tomb. But when they went in, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. While they were perplexed about this, behold, two men stood by them in dazzling apparel. And as they were frightened and bowed their faces to the ground, the men said to them, why do you seek the living among the dead? He is not here, but has risen. Remember how he told you while he was still in Galilee, that the son of man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified and on the third day rise? And they remembered his words. And returning from the tomb, they told all these things to the eleven and to all the rest. Now it was Mary Magdalene and Joanna and Mary, the mother of James, and the other women with them who told these things to the apostles. But these words seemed to them an idle tale, and they did not believe them. But Peter rose and ran to the tomb, stooping and looking in. He saw the linen cloths by themselves, and he went home marveling at what had happened. Lord, thank you for the gift you've given us and for this chance to gather together and to worship the gift of life you've given to us all. And so we ask you to speak uh, through my words now in the name of Jesus, amen. Uh, well, first I think uh, a big round of applause to the children for flowering the cross. Well done, well done, and in fact, uh, it was so powerful that adults, I know some of you were itching to get involved. I saw some of the, uh, the helpers kind of do more helping than, you know, the children planting. So, when you come up for communion uh, later on the service, we're going to move the cross the center, and if you'd like to, uh, you can flower as well. And, um, you know, uh, just, just be a glorious sign that what was an instrument of torture has now become the most beautiful thing to behold because of the life that uh, springs from it. Uh, so children, let me ask you a couple questions. Who's ever, raise your hands if you've ever been on an Easter egg hunt. Yeah? Great. Okay, and have you been on an Easter egg hunt uh, like yesterday, the day before? Anyone? Yes? And what's, what's the key? What do you need to be uh, when you have an Easter egg hunt? Fast! That's right. Who said it? Was that you, Warren? Warren's fast. Yeah, I bet you get all the eggs. Um, yes, you have to be fast. And what's the goal of an Easter egg hunt? Yes. Yeah, to beat everyone else. That's right. To get all the other eggs. Well, I have... The biggest Easter egg here. Yeah. And, and what do we learn? What was, you know, the, the most exciting thing, one of the exciting things is, is that thing about being fast in an Easter egg hunt is in the scriptures. Because look, verse 12, it says, Peter rose and ran to the tomb. So while we try to encourage you children not to run at the end of the service to the playground, that's because we really don't want you to stampede uh, and run over the people coming into church for the 11 o'clock. But it's good to be fast. It's good to be fast, isn't it? And we have all of these Easter eggs. Now, what did you find in your Easter egg during the hunts? Maybe even this morning. Yes. Money. Wow. 
There are no, there's no money in any Easter eggs here at St. Bart's. Yeah, Hollis, what did you find? F more money. I want to sit in your section. Yeah, $6. Wow, that's crazy. Ellie, what did you find? Candy, absolutely. What else? Yes. More money. Wow, I've, I came to the right church. Yes, Turner's at the back. Stickers? What about toys? I know they got to be small toys or big eggs. Yeah, some of you got toys? Yeah. Well, it's interesting, isn't it, that so much of Easter is, uh, is about the Easter egg hunt. Uh, a church in our neighborhood, White Rock Fellowship, they had a big Easter egg hunt yesterday at 2 o'clock, and it started with a starting pistol. And it was like, this is like the great race. Kids were knocking each other over. It was amazing. And, you know, that's probably why we didn't attend with our children. But well done, White Rock Fellowship. And then here we are on Easter Sunday morning. And how do we hold this and this together? How do we make sense of these two? Well, let's, let's look at the story. Let's look at the story real quick. And this is where, you know, I'll just hold this like this. There we are. And so we learn that on the first day of the week, so a new week has started. And um, because of when Jesus was buried, they weren't able to do all the stuff they needed to do to prepare him for burial. So what we find is, who are the first people? Women. Fantastic. We have Mary, um, and we have Joanna, and they're headed to the tomb and um, they found the stone rolled away from the tomb. All right, so the big boulder is gone. It's to the side. And when they went in, they didn't find the body of the Lord Jesus. And they were perplexed. They expected to find something in the tomb, just like when you open your eggs, you expect to find money. Apparently a lot of money, $20.00. Candy, toys, stickers, other things. But they looked in, and what was in there? Nothing. Nothing. The tomb was empty. They were shocked. They were perplexed. Then all of a sudden, two men stood by them in dazzling apparel. They were frightened and bowed their faces to the ground. The men said to them, Why do you seek the living from the dead? Didn't he say to you that he would have to die and on the third day rise again? He's not here. He's risen. And so what do they do? They run. There's a lot of running at Easter. They run back to the city to tell the disciples. And the disciples think, oh, that's just crazy talk. Or idle. It's an idle story, which is kind of an old, old word for boring. Um, or un irrelevant. But Peter, Peter doesn't really ever think before he acts. He certainly doesn't ever think before he talks. And he, what's he do? He jumps up and he runs to the tomb. He stoops in and looks in. He sees the linen clothes by themselves. And he went home marveling at what happened. So the this egg is empty. Well, no, actually the receipt's in there. Um, it's empty. 
I know, what? We could have put a lot of candy in here. But it's empty. And it's empty because the tomb was empty. And it's like the cross. It's empty as well. Because death no longer has any power because Jesus has overcome death. And what I find so powerful about Easter Sunday is what, you know, it does have sentimental value. It is a bit of a gimmick to get you here, parents. But it's equally powerful in the flowering of the cross. That such was the life in Jesus when he died that the cross, the tree that was meant to be a curse, has become a blessing. So, most of you, children, we had a prayer beforehand, and I could see on your eyes all of the impact of chocolate before seven, of sugar, of, well, money, I guess now, and, you know, of stickers on your arms. And that's great, and that's wonderful to see that excitement until the crash, which will happen in about five minutes, you're warned. Um, it's kind of like that kind of excitement is what's to be in our hearts because a new way, a new day has begun. So, I'm going to put these down. And children, what's in the egg? What was in the tomb? Is it a surprise? No. <laughs> That's true. It was, yeah, you saw through that. Um, it is. Because the great surprise, and you can see why it's almost unbelievable that one could die so that all could live. And that the love that his Father in heaven had for him broke and destroyed the power of the grave. That's, that's the meaning of Easter. And so, for all of you, when you come down for communion in just a moment, you'll have an opportunity to come down, to pick up a flower, to put it into the cross as a sign of whatever it is you've come with, come to church with today. Maybe you're in a hard season. Maybe you're in a good season. Maybe you are really praying that God would do something because you've got challenges uh, maybe you're really thankful because the Lord has done something remarkable in your life. Well, you're invited before you receive the bread and the wine to take a flower and to put it in the cross as a sign of thanksgiving, maybe, or as a declaration of hope that the God who rose his son from the grave is still in the business of resurrecting dreams, resurrecting hopes, putting people back together, and allowing hope to thrive. So let me pray as we continue with our service. Lord, we thank you that the tomb was empty. We thank you for fast feet that help us at Easter egg hunts and that also helped the disciples on this day so many years ago. We pray that you would come and, and make the things in our lives that aren't as they should be beautiful and that you would continue to move in our hearts where we need you. In Jesus' name, amen.